Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Butterflies in the, the sky. sky. I could go twice as high. Take a look, look it's, it's in, in a book. book. A reading rainbow. A reading rainbow. Reading rainbow. Can they bring this back? Wait, wait, damn it. I gotta remember the song. You got a stroke. Give yourself a break. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are the the Neuro Nerds. Yes, that was on time. I feel pretty good about I feel pretty good about that. So we were talking about Cloak and Dagger, right? I'm very excited. Well, you were. I you was. Were. I, I just I saw like an, an intro. So Cloak and Dagger is a new show on Freeform? Yes. Okay, and the Marvel Cinematic Universe, by the way, they, they talk a little bit of shit. It's all connected. No, it's not. It's not. They try. It's not connected. No, no, it's not. I'm just saying they try. And I think if they keep telling us, their goal is like if they keep telling us that they do, that at some point we'll believe it and ignore the fact that they don't. Right, right. So like it, it, bo- it, bo- it bothers me. Why am I bothered? There's like other things happening I, I in the world. I was going to say, dude, there's, there's much bigger I'm things to be I'm so bothered. bothered that the Netflix shows and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the movies. I was like, you could have just stopped they, Agents they, of S.H.I.E.L.D. They kind of vaguely reference one another. Right. Like, They're like, oh, in, in the Netflix shows, the New York incident. Cool. The Avengers. You know, the Chari, Chitauri coming yeah. down. Which, like, are you, the real question is, which one? Right, right, right. And then... Um, uh, Agents of Shield. They're like, oh, like after Civil War, they're like, oh, the Triskelion, and like they Triskelion. Like, I think it's Triskelion. Is it? Yeah, I thought it was a Triskelion, but you know, tomato, whatever, tomato, tomato. Yeah. <laughs> so potato, potato. So that like no, it doesn't really like all connect, which sucks. And then Cloak and Dagger. So Cloak and Dagger is going to be like on Freeform. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have an interesting story. So okay. they, they the original, I don't know how they're going to do it for like the TV show, but the original story is they're like kidnapped, they're, they're runaways and they're kidnapped by like these drug dealers who experiment on them with synthetic heroin. Okay. And then they're the only ones that like live, but then they have like these new powers. So Cloak 
can uh, transfer people and himself and anything into this dark dimension. Mm-hmm. And then Dagger can create solid, um, like, sharp objects, daggers, out of light. So she could, like, take light and make, like, a knife. Okay. So, and then they basically, like, uh, she helps. So he's part of, like, the the this dark universe, this dark magic thing. Okay. This, the, so, like, this evil place where he goes, this dimension. Uh, and she gives him light. So so he doesn't have to like feed on dark. It's this like really weird thing. So you're talking about balance. Yes. Yes. So you're it's like say- the yin and the yang. It's like us. Say- I was gonna say, no, no, no. So dagger is the ray to uh cloak <laughs> Kylo. <laughs> oh, come on. Yes, I brought it back. Yes. So 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 right? it's Raylo. It's it Raylo, and then it would be like uh Doke or Clagger. 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 <laughs> That's so unattractive. No, that sounds, let's go. It sounds let's like go. a Star Trek villain. I was like, or it sounds like a pair of shoes that you'd buy in in uh, Holland. Oh my god! <laughs> or IKEA, like some sort of IKEA furniture. Yeah, it's like an IKEA stool clagger that, that uh, Ryan Reynolds would make fun of in Deadpool. <laughs> so I'm I'm really excited about Cloak and Dagger. I don't know about you. Uh, like Joe asked me, he's like, "Have you heard of it?" I said, "Honestly, all I've seen is the um, billboard that when I drive. I think there's a big one here on Coldwater Canyon, actually." Yes. That I see. Oh, that's not where we live, guys. Um, <laughs> but, well, not, well, not for long. Well, not for long. Indeed. I, I'm, I'm, I'm moving. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm going from. I'm I, still not happy about do, this. Do, do, no, no. Like, I'm really happy. Like, they're gonna have this really nice house and it's a pool. Super cool. But I'm like, ugh, seriously. Yeah, We've discussed yeah. this last week, guys. How long I drive for these? This is how much <laughs> I love you guys. Okay, I do it for you, not for Jim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm an afterthought. Yeah, he's like here. Right. Oh, 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 I'm happy to but be you're, here. Exactly. You're. Here. I'm I'm here. here. Hey, speaking of being here, so like we talked our our last episode about mental health awareness. Yes, and, and then, some crazy yeah. gnarly things have happened in the last week. Um, last few days. Last few days. So we we lost Kate Spade, who you know I'm not the biggest fashionista. So if you're not, if you don't know who Kate Spade is, uh, the brand Kate Spade um is an apparel and fashion line. She has cut. She had clothing, handbags, um, accessories. I know about the shoes. accessories. Yeah, like, and I think I knew about the shoes. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I, I'm in a relationship. I, I know, right? That, these are all good things <laughs> that you know. That. I know I'm, that I'm really happy that you actually know that. Um, but yeah, so I believe she was 55. Oh, she was and, young. Yeah, she was very young, and um, yeah, she had committed suicide. That's so crazy. And then literally the next day. Oh, Anthony Bourdain yeah, uh, did the same thing. He took if his own life. you don't know who Anthony Bourdain is. He's a, a travel host. Uh, he's a chef um, and a travel host. And he, before I actually traveled the world, I actually saw the world through his shows. And it was, it, it, he took me on an amazing journey. Like, I really feel, he had like one of those personalities and voices and he, he was such a great storyteller. I would say but, caustic is how you describe his personality. It, 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 he just felt like he was your buddy. Like he was your friend, You're sarcastic talking to you. buddy. Yeah, like it, it, <laughs> I think I am very sar- sarcastic. So he was like my spirit animal. Like he traveled the world, he drank beer, he ate weird stuff. I love this dude, and it was just such a shame, um, because like he felt like a family member. I know it sounds weird, but like I suffered through like a lot of depression in my you know my entire life, your youth. But it, well, it actually, in my my adulthood, mm-hmm. like all the shit well, led into my your stroke. Youth could still be adult. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so it, it it was um it was he was like a, he was like a friend. Mm-hmm. And I know it sounds very strange. I don't know if that sounds weird or bad or like depressing. No, you related to someone, I did. you know, and that's why people usually go out into the public life beyond maybe a desire for 
attention or adoration, but usually it's to make an impact. And Mm -hmm. I, I would think that in, you know, in whatever second light, the ether that's out there, I think he'd be happy to know that he made such an impact that you would be considering him a friend. Right. Absolutely. Not just to me, but to like so many people. I just saw this little thing with him and Anderson Cooper Mm -hmm. and he was just, he was, he just seemed like such a, such a good dude, you know? And, and I just loved his, his point of view. Again, he was like my, my spirit animal. He was a huge proponent of uh, traveling of not just traveling to, for traveling's sake, but like to get out there and learn new cultures learn and through food because yes. um in our world we do have um quite an um the word is xenophobic but um i don't want it to to come off with a negative connotation but it it's with an ignorance that we don't know the other which is people that aren't like us right and so he was one of the people out there in the world in the public eye who had a a show that people watched and a following that was really encouraging people go somewhere you don't know go somewhere you don't fit in you've never been maybe you don't speak the language and go hang out with locals go out there go off the beaten path and you know be brave through experimentation through food because food is a universal language. You know, we all got to eat. There's nothing on this planet that doesn't eat something that doesn't metabolize something. Right. And, and you can also like learn um, culture Mm -hmm. through someone's food. Oh, definitely. There's nothing more personal, I think, than sitting down with somebody and enjoying a meal. Correct. You know, it's, it's, whether, it, you know, something that they enjoyed growing up, something that they cooked themselves, it's it's beautiful. Or even when you go to a foreign country, if you happen to be in a touristy city, you know, um, a big city, like I've lived in Seoul and um, Buenos Aires. And, you know, one of the things that I always thought is if you have a bunch of tourists going to a restaurant, don't go there. Right. You know, go somewhere else. Yeah. Go next door. Go, go, go a few yeah. blocks away. So yeah. if there if there's a lot of um, tourists, cameras. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I would have said like maybe five, ten years ago to use the cameras as a thing, but now oh, everyone's a vlogger. No, yeah. well, no, oh, everyone really? vlogs, everyone takes photos, everyone has selfie sticks. But in general, when you see large groups of people hanging out, like in con- like groups where they have a tour guide, stay away. Right. <laughs> Don't go there. Um, I mean, they might have good food, but at the same time, you're going to not get the same experience that you would get going to a more local place. Right, right. I, I think I did that in um, in Thailand. You know, mm-hmm. we we went to like a uh, um, little. Oh, what was it? It was a floating market, and mm-hmm. they had like the little. Um, I don't know. What what do you call them? Little vendors. And okay. I, ha- I had crocodile. Oh, I've had. Which was I have fantastic. not had crocodile. I've had alligator. Gator mm-hmm. tastes like chicken. It does with the consistency of calamari. Yes. Yep. That's. Yep. We just high five. Oh, that's um, how I always describe gator. It is so yummy. It, no, it's it's really really Especially good. Fried. The texture was a little weird. I it was love a little. It was a little chewy. It's spun. Yeah, it's a little spongy. spongy. Yeah, no, that that's perfect. But it was delicious. Mm-hmm. It was so good, and I really looked forward to eating that because of watching Anthony Bourdain on uh, No Reservations or The Layover mm-hmm. or Parts Unknown, mm-hmm. well, any of his shows, because like I've seen them all twenty times. Yeah. So it, it's 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 a bummer, man. Anybody out there, if you need help, get help, please. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know about you personally. I have been very lucky. I have never had suicidal thoughts. However, I have been twice in my life. And I'll tell you guys, this is really heavy in the sense of I've had people reach out to me in the midst of a suicidal uh, spiral where they're contemplating at that moment. That's hard. Yeah. And for me, I'm part of me is like, oh, my God, thank you for reaching out for help. But at the same time, the amount of responsibility. It's so heavy. Oh, my God. One of them was one of my students who texted me, uh, one of my Taekwondo students, and she was in a downward spiral. 
And I was um, in a lunch meeting, actually. And I happened to look at my phone because I don't like to look at phones when I'm, um, you know, in a meeting or with friends or something uh, at a meal. And I looked and it just looked, the text looked weird. Mm. I was like, what is this? So I started texting her and that's when she told me she was thinking about killing herself. Oh my gosh. And I panicked because she didn't want to talk on the phone. So I'm sitting there. I basically told my lunch, my meeting, I was like, uh, I, I, I can't, right. I, no, stop. Bigger things are happening. Yeah. So luckily everything was working out. I was able to contact a friend of mine who is a psychologist and she gave me information. So something for you, if you're in the US, if you are having um, a su- suicidal thoughts or an episode, you have to get yourself into an emergency room. Yes. So you can call 911 and you can tell them you're having um, suicidal thoughts, think about killing yourself. They will send um, an ambulance. Or you can get to any emergency room. Um, it doesn't matter what hospital it I is. I didn't know that. Yeah, it, it, this is what I was told. What hospital it is, and they will they will take you in, and they they will put you on a psych watch, right? Right, suicide watch, but they will take you in. Um, any emergency that's, room you go to. That's great to know. I, I have no to, idea. Yeah. So it's very important. So you need to, if you're having these moments, if you can't reach out to anyone, um, call nine one one or get yourself into an emergency room. Right now, if you're not at a stage, because I was also told this where. Um, like it's imminent, mm-hmm. like you're really con- like it, it's it, you like if you don't make a decision, it's going to happen um, is to call one of the suicide prevention hotlines. Right. Um, and I know in I don't have the number off the top of my head, but we will definitely include it in our oh, absolutely in our information It'll, for yeah, the episode. Definitely. Um, but there's a lot of different hotlines. If you go to if you go to a university, if you're in college, there is a, a crisis center on each campus. Um, mental health usually for every student is free and included in your tuition. Um, same thing. Go to the the counsel. Go to the counseling center on campus. Um, the student health center on campus. Call if you're in a dorm. You can talk to your RA. They're all trained in that. Or a professor. Like you need to just reach out to someone for help because some you know not sometimes when you're having these depressed thoughts or whatever thoughts that are driving this compulsion or feeling. Right. Um, Sometimes all you need is someone to listen to you, yeah, absolutely. to smile, to validate what you're going through and to say, yeah, that does suck. Yeah. And so you, so we ask you as our neuro, us as neuro nerds ask you to be brave and just reach out to someone, someone, anyone, even if it's a 911 operator, right? Right. They're trained in how to handle those calls. Now, they're not going to sit there and give you some therapy, but they're trained to handle those calls to get you immediate help. Right. And they'll, they'll get you in contact with people that you need to be in contact with. And if you're in California, you can also call, I think it's 211, which is with this, which is a hotline for services. Um, we'll double check that, too. It's either 511 or 211. Yeah, and that will help you with services. The, um, the, the info part of the. Yeah, the podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's look, suicide is never the answer. I mean, it's it sounds weird to say that because it's obvious it's not. It's a permanent solution to a not permanent problem. Mm-hmm. You know, like things. All right. Things aren't great all the time, but things are not that terrible. No matter what it is like you go through like rough patches, you'll make it pass. You know, it's kind of like pain. It's literally it's it, mental pain. is like physical pain. Like it's there. And then after a while, it's like, oh, yeah, I remember when that really, really hurt. But I don't feel that anymore. You know, um, I I don't know. I, I, I had a really, really dark thoughts. I did. I, I didn't grow up the, the best. I've seen a lot of stuff that I probably shouldn't have seen at a very young age. And it kind of messed me up. Um, and, you know, there, there's been like certain parts of my young adult life where I'm like, 
I don't really know how long I'm meant for this earth. Like I, I had uh, weird thoughts, but I, I know, especially after recently almost dying because of my stroke, I know that not being here is significantly worse than being here. So no matter what you're going through, the other side of that is like, there's nothing. That's that's it. There, there's no joy. It's just it's darkness. It's emptiness. It's 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 not it's nothing. And no, I don't think anybody wants that. You know, um, it's not uh, it's not shameful to have these thoughts. It, it's not. Uh, it's very understandable. Everybody kind of goes through it at some point. And there's a ton of people out there who would, you know, be more than helpful and can actually probably relate. And then don't get too down on yourself, because sometimes it's it's not your own. It's not our own um, choice or volition to have these thoughts because that could be a chemical imbalance or a hormone yeah. imbalance in your brain. It could be um, a side effect from, um, you know, an antibiotic, a right. drug you're taking, um, medicine you're taking. Um, those can all be side effects that you're having. So it might be not it might be a temporary thing. Right. Also, if you have post concussion syndrome, uh, suicidal thoughts is a. A possibility that oh, you can wow. have when you are healing from a concussion or any sort of brain injury because again your your brain chemistry has already re-leveled but while you're going through the healing part of your brain that's still working on it um that's one of the symptoms you can have i luckily did not have that i just had mood swings anxiety and uh inability to handle stress which sucked but you can have suicidal thoughts but that's something that can dissipate so again, if you're having them, don't feel like, oh, well, if I just think happy thoughts or think positive, they'll go away. Because if it's a chemical thing right. or you if can't it's do a anything side about effect, that. yeah, you can't. So or it might even be depending on where you are in your life, uh, life stages, it could be the emergence of an actual disorder. Uh, I have a friend of mine who it looks like she's she's uh, manifesting or it's coming out um, bipolarism. Oh, suicidal thoughts is part of that. Right. I have a, so, a few family members who are bipolar. Yeah, but it, it it'll it'll show up at certain points in your life, certain ages. So that's the other thing is to take into account what your age is right now. So if you're like 25 ish, that's a time when a lot of mental illnesses come out. I think schizophrenia can also come out like at 33, 34. Oh. So, you know, if you're having these thoughts and you've never really had them and they're just kind of emerging, check what the side effects are to any medication or any supplements or any um, drugs, legal or or not, that right. you're taking and see if that's a side effect. If not, see if you can talk to someone, get into therapy or, you know, call 911 because it's it's not a... It's not a good place to be. No, no. Uh, seek help. Like, like, really. I mean, that's that's the 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 best advice. Not just for you, but for your friends, for your family. I mean, I know this is heavy. Uh, lean on them if they're struggling. Help them. Like, we all have to help one another. You know, we're all one people. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to live for yourself. Right. You know. So if you have loved ones in your family uh, or your life, your pet. Right. Just uh, imagine doing it for them instead of doing it for yourself, because sometimes it seems harder to do it for yourself. Right. Like my, my um, recovery journey. Mm -hmm. I got to tell you, a lot of it isn't for me. Yeah. I, I know it sounds weird. Like I'm I not that I don't love myself because I do more than I ever have in my life. But certain days I'm like, I, I, I don't want to do this. I can't do this anymore. But then I just think about my friends and my family who were at the hospital, mm -hmm. who were stressed out, who took time off of work, who had to see me looking like a zombie, you know, and I felt horrible for that, you know, like vanity alone. 
Yeah. I don't want people to see me like that. <laughs> that that'll drive you forward. Yeah, absolutely. Remember, just do this for vanity, strictly yeah. vanity. But um, you know, I, I understood that it wasn't just me. You're mm-hmm. not just harming yourself. You're harming so many other people. You know. The other thing to think about is um, sometimes if you got to find something larger than yourself. You know, so if you're struggling, you know, if you are religious, you know, I, I, well, I know me, if I'm in a really tough situation, I do turn back to prayer, right? Or if you're spiritual, you know, meditate or uh, think about working through the universe, like what you can provide to the universe for the universe to send back to you. So if you remove yourself, what you can't help the universe anymore, right? You can't find that path that we were talking about last week if you remove yourself from it. Right. Um, you know, um, your culture, there's some people that um, are very tied to their, depending on what your your spiritual belief is, um, like ancestral kind of um, worship or shamanism. Um a lot of that, you know, you can look back into your family and be like, okay, they, what one of my friends does is she kind of looks at her grandma or great grandmother who was a slave. Oh, and, wow. you know, and she comes and she's like, who am I to give up, quote unquote, give up? Right, right. Right. After her grandmother fought tooth and nail to provide for the children. So she's here with the opportunities now. Right. Not to guilt you into living, but literally whatever it takes. Oh, right? I'll, I'll whatever guilt, it takes. I will guilt you. <laughs> No, it, look, it, living. It, I know it sounds weird. I forgot who I was talking to. I think it was one of the the, the women that I ran into when I'm walking my dog. Uh-huh. She has her dog, and I'm like, I know it sounds so weird to say. It just feels better to feel good. Yeah, you know, like yeah. feeling good. It feels really good. Yeah, but when you feel bad and when you're depressed and when something's like a little bit off or when you're anxious, whatever it is, you just get um, feeling down, feeling depressed, feeling sad. That's it's your. Normal. That's your friend. And you don't know how to feel good. Mm-hmm. And then when you actually feel good, you have these patches and you're like, oh, wow, that felt great. You're just kind of like, yeah, until it doesn't feel good again. Yeah. And then you're just you're almost willing yourself to not feel good, which is weird. You know, the, the mind's the mind's a very strange thing. It's very powerful and it will manifest um, there, you know. Mind over matter, where like if you tell yourself you're sick enough, your body will make you sick. Oh, absolutely. You know, I'm like, with, with, I'm like with my, my mind over bladder. Like if I really have to pee, <laughs> I hit that moment of zen. I'm like, oh, I don't have to pee anymore. Exactly. See, my mind. Did I've that. actually helped. I've actually through meditating from martial arts, I've actually been able to like stop my asthma attacks or like slow them down enough so it's no longer an attack and it's just that's wheezing. awesome. Yeah, like I've prevented my asthma attacks from becoming attacks through oh. meditation and breathing. I have that. I had asthma. Yeah. I grew up with asthma. I don't have it anymore. I still do. It's it's uh, triggered by allergies. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, I don't have allergies either. Oh, watch out. Uh, mm. It must suck for you guys because I think I kind of had like a, yeah. a allergy attack when I was in Yosemite for like uh-huh. a day. It was just like too much. My nose was stuffed. My eyes were itchy. I, I hated everything. And then people were like, oh, yeah, that's just how I feel all summer. I'm lucky I don't get that kind. Uh, mine is I get eczema and asthma at the same time. Yeah. <gasps> really? Yeah. That's a, well, your skin's awesome. Thank you. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I actually looked into getting skin grafting done on my legs because of how much Seriously? scar tissue I have on it. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, man. You're always now wearing I, now tights. I, yeah. Well, no. no well, or, or, or no not, pants. In, unless in or picture. Or no pants. Yeah. When I see you online, you just never have pants on. Yeah. But see, I've come to the the um, realization that I don't really give a shit because <laughs> I'm, I, I'm happy. Happy and I look good no matter what. I'm like, so what if I have rough skin? Oh man, you, you. you went to the the Joe School of Humility. <laughs> <laughs> I've picked that up from you. So you know, again, we're here. We love you. 
um, you can reach out to us. Absolutely. Live, you can live for us. We're cool with that. Like, because yeah, we need our we need our audience. We do. Like, we do. Yeah. So, like, if you have if you need a reason, just to listen to us. Hey, I say it all the time. The neuro nerds, we're here to help. You know, we've been through a lot mm-hmm. ourselves. Yeah. Um, people that we've talked to have been through a lot, and we're here to share our stories and their stories and mm-hmm. your stories. If you guys are struggling going through something, hey, reach out to us. Yeah. There's so many people that I talk to right now, which is awesome. You know, people all around the world, like, it's not awesome that people suffered strokes and brain injuries, (laughs) but it's awesome that they survived and they're, like, well enough to, like, talk about it, you know? Yeah. Your your bottom line, you're not alone. Yeah. You're not. No matter how lonely it feels, because it feels lonely sometimes. I I was just telling my therapist, because I go through therapy every single week, because I'm a bit of a basket case. I'm proud of you. But I I was saying that, like, the further and further along I get in my recovery, I feel better and better and better. And people are like, oh, my God, you look amazing. And I'm like, yes, thank you. I do. (laughs) Um, But it's 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 so weird because I talk to so many more people. I interact with so many more people on a regular day to day. I am. It still. It's so lonely. Of course it is. <laughs> because like the only people who understand what you're going through are people who understand what you're going through. Yeah. So you get a lot of like sympathy. I don't really want sympathy. It's the empathy that I kind of like I crave. The camaraderie. Yeah. There's not a lot of people that like can really understand what we're going through. That's why I love talking with you. Except this community. <laughs> and, and that's what's cool. So anybody out there, if like you're, you're feeling lonely, you're feeling sad. Hey, reach out. We're very cool people. I mean, like, let's 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 put it this way. OK, so. A lot of the negativity that's that's surrounded in in mental health that we have, because there is that's that's what's basically going on in our brains and our bodies, because it's physically manifesting as well. Because you're tired and you don't want to do things you like. It's like this Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde thing going on, right? Oh, Where you my nickname f- in high school, right? <laughs> so you have like this, like you feel like on the inside, it's like almost like this, like like monster. Yeah, it's right? like a beast. It's a beast, right? Now, which one of our favorite Avengers? Has an inner beast, <gasps> right? Could it be the green guy? Oh my god, the green giant? No, not, so- <laughs> not the. No, he's not the jolly green giant no, for sure. Has nothing darn. to do with peas, right? Frozen veggies. Right. <laughs> but if we think about the Hulk, right? Here comes you know for this brilliant um, scientist with how many PhDs, yeah, according to Mark Ruffalo, brilliant. Yeah. And then depending on which origin story you follow, depending on Eric Bana, Edward Norton, whatever, whichever version of the Hulk, the original. And he's glaring at me for saying Eric Bana. Yeah, um, fat neon green Hulk. Yes. But so suddenly here comes this invading force that seems right. so powerful and is uh, it basically overcomes Bruce Banner to become this monster. Right. Right? So if we think about the negativity in us when we're being depressed or we have anxiety or we're having these suicidal thoughts, they seem like this all-encompassing, super omnipotent, powerful, almost like Thanos kind of showing up. And you're like, I can't combat him. He's too strong. Right? But how do we make peace with that? How do we accept that and move with it? I think Bruce Banner is kind of working on it. Right. Like, depending on which, again, which banner you're following, which Hulk you're following, right? right. Th- that's part of that storyline is like the making peace between Hulk and Banner, between right. the two egos and the two identities. Right. And, and, you know, just like the rest of us, he's a work in progress. Yes. You know, and, and everybody who's everybody who's functional, you're like, oh, man, that guy just has it all together. 
No, he doesn't. Anyone Nobody who says does. they have it figured out is lying yeah, to you. It's no like, one has it figured out. It's kind of like the thing. It's you fake it until you make it. Yeah, I, but we're I, faking it till, till we're, the we're, end. we're we're faking it. Like even like uh, adults you see as kids, like oh man, that that they've got it all together. No, they don't. They just Lies. faked it until they got to a place where they're comfortable to say it's just propaganda. I didn't really know what the hell I was doing, <laughs> but I made it here. You know. And it, yeah, everybody has a bit of a Hulk inside of them that yeah. kind of takes them over. You just have to, um, you have to learn how to, I guess, handle the handle, Hulk? make peace. You know what it reminds me of? Uh, since we're, you know, we are the neural nerds, <laughs> like the Dark Phoenix. Right? Yeah, so like when, the Phoenix Force. When right? the Phoenix Force takes over, she's just like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna like murder a bunch of people. And that's a really good way to look at, like, especially if you have these thoughts and depressions that are just coming out of nowhere and you've never had them, which was me when I went through my depression uh, in my early 20s. Um, it was suddenly like, what is this? I have no idea. It felt like it was taking over and I I felt like I was a shell. It, yeah, right? it's, it's, a, it's almost an out-of-body experience. Yeah, like you're like, you're watching it from the outside in and going like, what the hell? Like it rationally, logically, you're like, I get it. These thoughts aren't real or I'm depressed and I just need help and I need to work on it. But like you're trapped. It's like... Right. um. In Harry Potter, you know, like the little Voldemort, like under in the the the, the train dream. station scene, oh, yeah, the yeah, dreamscape, yeah. where he's like this little like fetus looking thing. Oh, those right? so gross! Right? It's like that's you on the inside, except you're not evil and bad as Voldemort. But like and you have like a nose, this, right? And you have a nose, but it's literally like you're like this crippled thing that has no power to fight against, like the Phoenix Force, right? It's just taking over, right? And and it, or it, like Venom. Right, <laughs> symbiotes. Like here we come with outer space things coming over to take you yeah, over. They, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like our our, our inner demons are symbiotes. Yes. So there's a, there's a song that describes um depression and anxiety perfectly for me. It's um the the sh- the stress of um how do who do you know who uh, Peter Gabriel is? Yeah. Okay. So Peter Gabriel has a the song. Book of Love. Called, <laughs> he has a song called The Darkness. Ooh. And it's this really like the, the the guitars and the drums and everything is really like anxiety giving. Like mm-hmm. the whole thing is really it makes me anxious just listening to the music. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about like his fears. He's like, you know, uh um I I can't I don't know uh, uh, how to fall in love with a woman. I'm afraid to love a man. So like he's like questioning his like his own sexuality. Yeah. Like it, just the whole thing is about anxiety and stress and depression. And then like the music gets really, really peaceful at some point. And then he's like, you know, I'm crawling through the underbrush. And I come across this house and I look in the window like the mo- he's talking about the monster, the yeah. darkness that comes over him. And he looks in the window and he finally comes up to the door and he peeks in and he sees the the darkness, the monster. And he's crawled up in a little ball mm-hmm. because your your fear is just as afraid of you. Yeah, because without, you know, it, you can just quell that fear. You can yeah. make that fear disappear. So as much as intimidating as that fear is to you, you are that intimidating to your fear. Mm-hmm. You know, you just have to kind of like overcome. I know it seems like this big hulking beast. But you're stronger than that. Like we all are. Or to just find balance. Become a gray Jedi. You become a gray Jedi. Just be a gray Jedi. You yeah, don't we, we you gotta don't be the yin and the yang. Yeah. You don't have to be a, a disciple of the light and you don't have to fall into the 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 darkness of the Sith. Like just make pe- like marry the two. Raylo. No. Hashtag Raylo forever. <laughs> uh, just become your own inner Raylo. Like you know, right. I, I'm really going to be pushing Raylo for a very long time until J.J. Abrams destroys my dream. Uh, and even then, <laughs> it's, it's coming. fan fiction. But, <laughs> you know, that's uh, I know a lot of people that really um, are devoted to Star Wars and to the philosophy of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Grey Jedi, They, um, my brother has like a, a photo or a, a picture 
um, of like the gray Jedi tenants that have been created and where it's literally a marriage of the two competing sides. Right. Um, so you don't have to pick one or the other. So if you find it so difficult to like try and quash the dark for favor of light, like, oh, just get over it. You can't sometimes. Yeah, so you if can't. You, it's almost impossible yeah, sometimes. Yeah, especially when people are telling you to do it. And you're, I'm a Taurus. So I'm like, the more you tell me to do it, the more I'm like, no, fuck you. you. I, can, I can attest to that. Yes. So, you know, just start. It's almost like you just kind of embrace the darkness. Mm hmm. But keep it, but tempering it with the light, right? Right, with right. The positivity. Yeah, like every, like just like with, uh, I have dark thoughts. Mm -hmm. I don't let them take take me over mm -hmm. because feeling light and bright feels so much better. Mm -hmm. So much better. And back on the music thing, um, everyone's favorite song from Led Zeppelin. Well, not their most favorite song, "Stairway to Heaven." Love. Oh, I, I went somewhere else with that. Yeah, I was saying "Stairway to Heaven." That was also written uh, for uh, his son. Right, that's Stairway oh, to Heaven. Oh, wait. Zeppelin, right? I yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, make sure you give me the look. But he wrote that song for his son who committed suicide. Oh. Yeah. So um, a lot of creativity is comes out of darkness and sadness. That's the other thing. See where this see where this comes. Like, if you're you're in this darkness, try to create something from it. Write down your thoughts, poetry, uh, music, drawing, videos, dancing. Right. Try to move in that darkness because if you stay still and stagnant, that's when it feels like you're going to become be overcome. Oh, absolutely! So, um, if you can play in your shadows, play with your demons, you can create something out of it. Um, even like I was thinking of Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, brilliant. Now, song. Freddie Mercury did not kill himself. No, but he was especially with Bohemian Rhapsody. He was struggling with his demons. He was struggling in that song with his sexuality. Right. And and talking about it going uh, public. Right. Mm -hmm. And so because he was a sex symbol for, for yeah, women. Yeah. And but he was he he did not. He was he was homosexual, which or was he bi? I don't know. He you know, he was part of the community. And so um, but in order to work through that and he was putting it to song. Right. So another way to work through it again, if you're not a, a therapist person um, or you're not ready for that. See if you can work creative creatively with your darkness. Right. And I don't want to hear, well, I can't sing. I can't dance. I can't write. I can't draw. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can. Now, if, if what, what are you comparing that to? Yeah. You know, like art is in what beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Mm -hmm. So if you can only do stick people, those are going to be the dopest, most beautiful, amazing, impactful stick people you've ever drawn. Yeah. You know, remember modern art, y'all fine art sometimes looks like a five year old took finger paint. Oh yeah, look, and it, look and it at costs, and it costs millions of dollars. Look like, at look at Basquiat. I'm a big fan of Basquiat. If you look at his stuff, it's like, oh, this is crazy. Yeah, it just looks like like a a, a kid just threw <laughs> some stuff on on a wall. And people paid way too much money. But it for looks it. dope as hell. So, um, but a big thing too, get out of the house. Yeah. Oh go my outside. gosh. So like, I go went through outside. like really really strong depression. I didn't really leave. Not even the house. I just wouldn't leave my room mm -hmm. very often. And I became like super socially awkward, which You'll was kind of a, a problem. Hermit, yeah. yeah, no, I was. Yeah. I I really was. You'll not because I wanted Skywalker to. You'll become Skywalker in Last Jedi and kind of just find yourself. Oh, a shell of myself. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Sorry. But, well, and one thing I saw on Facebook, which was really cool, um, yesterday, is there's a cafe. It's a mental health cafe. Seriously. And so again, they don't. They're not doctors. They're not therapists. But all the baristas and staff are trained. Um, on how to talk to people with mental health oh, issues. So it's to, it's to encourage people to come out of the house, 
Come meet people. Come look at art. Come sit and work. Come talk to the barista. Tell them your troubles. That's what they're there for. Right. And they part of it is 100% of their profit goes to funding suicide prevention programs and mental health. So That's there's places, right? And so mental health and suicidal thoughts and depression no longer carry the stigma that they once did. And we shouldn't allow it to ever carry that stigma ever, again. Ever. ever. Everyone goes through something. Everyone needs therapy. That's my favorite thing to say. Everyone needs therapy. <laughs> my father needs therapy, but he's just repressed everything for 50, 60 years. It's not going to happen. Uh, you, you know you know what your dad should do? Uh. He should go get a beer with me. No. Oh That'd be so therapeutic. <laughs> It'd be amazing. You don't think me and your dad can hang out? No. Seriously? No. Why not? I'm awesome. <laughs> I am such a good time. I have the greatest bar beer stories. My dad doesn't drink beer. No? What does he drink? Vodka. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, I'm crushed. And Bacardi. Uh, but, you know, that's where we want to be is that you can go outside. Sometimes even just sitting outside in sunlight oh. or even in the rain. Oh, my God. There is something so purifying about going outside and just getting rain on you yes i, I actually what one of my best meditations ever i meditate every single morning i have for, i meditated yesterday hell i'm yeah. so proud of one myself. of one 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 of one keep it going <laughs> um so I, I i've meditated now 658 days in a row something mm-hmm. like that like it's it's i'm kind of killing it but there was one day that i missed i was like oh so it was at night and uh felice had a had a, a rehearsal in Silver Lake with her guitarist, and I was like, oh, and it was rainy. It was just pouring rain, and I just went outside on his porch, and it was just pouring rain. It was the the, the rain hitting the ground, the sound of, like, you know, the puddles. Oh, it was so relaxing. It was so beautiful. It was so purifying without mm-hmm. even the water hitting me. Mm-hmm. It was just so peaceful. But, yeah, meditation is important. Getting out sun is so important. Yes, vitamin D deficiency. Seriously, deficiencies in certain vitamins. Go to your doctor. If you have a vitamin D deficiency or a vitamin B deficiency, it can actually affect your brain chemistry. And yes. you can, and that can contribute to depressed the, and suicidal thoughts. Yeah, that's why people in Seattle, there's yes. a very high suicide rate in Seattle. Yes. Because it rains constantly and there's not enough sun, to be honest. Like, to, people just get really get depressed. vitamin D. Yeah. And so, again, when we're talking about, like, your thoughts might be um caused by something not out of your own power so like you might be getting down on yourself and being like man i should just be more positive or i just shouldn't think these things you might be having an actual chemical issue going i i have uh someone that i know i won't say exactly who it is they uh uh, take antidepressants Mm -hmm. right so this is what's weird about antidepressants and chemicals and drugs Mm -hmm. um there was one in particular that that she was taking that made her want to harm herself yeah which you hear the the things on TV and it's like, oh, may cause this, may cause that, uh, may cause suicidal thoughts. And she absolutely had those. And she was That's like, when it was, you it have was to so commu- strange. Yeah, you have to communicate with your doctor. Because I do think we have way too many uh, medications. Yep. In, um, but certain disorders need medication. You need medication like for schizophrenia, right. for bipolarism. Some people, yeah, b- bipolar. Some people just have a chemical imbalance. Yeah. You have no control yeah, over that. No you need something to balance you that out. You need that medication. And it's an art. It's not a science. So you have to go through trial and error and you have to try different amounts and the doctors have to make sure it doesn't conflict with any other medication. Right. It's a long process, but that's how you can live a, a, a healthy life. It's very well worth it. Yeah. But so if you're on any sort of medication and you start getting these thoughts, you have to communicate with your doctor. Yes. So they can so they can help and address it and readjust your dosage. Right. Right. Yeah. Talk to people. Jump on message boards online. There's like so there's so many 
places for you to um, find a community and find people to talk to and find information, not just WebMD or, you know, to talk to like real people mm-hmm. to, to say, oh, well, this is what I'm feeling. And, and what happened to you when you took this and, you know, um, reach out. You also have to want to to want the help. You know, because I've heard a couple of people say, oh, man, if with Anthony Bourdain in particular, like, you know, why didn't people like check on him every day? And it's to be honest, not really their responsibility to check on him every day. You can offer help. But at some point, the other side has to want the help, you know, and that's a perfect lead. in. so what if you're someone who doesn't have depression or suicidal thoughts or anxiety or mental health? How can you help your friends and community around you is to check in with people? You know, if your friend starts acting a little different um, or overwhelmed, just you don't even have to say, hey, are you having suicidal thoughts? Right. You say, hey, how's everything going? How how are you doing? You want to get a cup of coffee? Like what's going on in your life? I haven't talked to you in a bit. You know, like if if not that it's somebody you talk to on a regular basis, but if you talk to somebody you're in contact once, twice a month, and then you don't talk to them for two, three months, something might be going on. You know, I I had a tendency of I would disappear. Yeah. I would just vanish. I, I was a recluse. And not because like I, I it was it was depression, it was stress, it was anxiety, it was all kinds of stuff. But I just wanted to make sure I didn't affect my people, you mm-hmm. know, because I would feel horrible because like all my friends were like doing awesome things like these. Oh, well, you know, I'm working with this artist and the song I did is just this person saying it was on. It was like all this amazing stuff happening. So I'm like, you know. Well, I just lost my store and, you know, it was, it was really depressing and, you know, this happened and then that happened. Like, I, I didn't want to be the downer. So I would like internalize and I would try to get past it myself, which is the worst thing in the world. You know, you had their friends for a reason. Yeah. They, they, you, you're not going to bring them down. You're not dragging them down. You're they're becoming better friends to you by and you're by supporting you exactly you know like they're helping we all help each other you know it's not everything isn't always uh um, fantastic it's not it can't be because everything has to be balanced it does Um, the yin and the yang yeah you know like when you don't wear pants i wear pants there it is the world's (laughs) balanced um but some of the one other thing to consider is you know because a lot of people for both kate spade and anthony bourdain have expressed like but they're at the top of their game and they're this and they're that but you got to remember well no not just that the amount of pressure because i'm one of those people where people look up to me they tell me they do that i inspire them which is great i love knowing that but it's also the amount of pressure that puts on you to always be like doing good things and being happy and being out there. The it's, amount, a it, it's, it's a lot of pressure. It can be very tiring and um, it can almost feel like you're living your life for others and not for yourself. So for someone like Kate Spade, a CEO of a company and Anthony Bourdain, a world renowned traveler and, um, and chef, chef, right. You know, with lots of money. Cause again, money, money does not buy happiness. It can afford opportunities, but it doesn't buy happiness. Right. Um, just understanding that if you're like, well, I'm doing the, what you why the amount of pressure that we put on ourselves and that we internalize from other people um, that we, you know, then again, put on ourselves can be a huge burden. And sometimes we have to take the, the moment to acknowledge that that is a burden and you almost have to kind of take it back to live for yourself and not for others and not for like social media, which right. is also a burden and ridiculous. My seven year old niece has a, a phone and an what? Instagram account. I am so pissed. But. Um, I told her, I was like, you're too young. Anyways, that's another issue. But yeah, I'm disturbed. Yeah. But also know that if your friends are totally on their game and they're always doing something and they're super positive and blah, 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 check in with them, too. Right. 
Be like, hey, how's it going? Like, everything cool? I noticed you're doing this. How's it really going? Right, you know? right, right. Yeah, the, the grass them, isn't always greener. And give them an opportunity to talk to you because sometimes it takes a little bit for us to break down our walls because we're still like, no, we got to be this, 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 and this. And it's being vulnerable, which is absolutely terrifying because it's a vulnerability to admit it's not 100%. Right. It's not Gucci, okay? <laughs> Stop. I hate that. I, I hate it too. The guys at work say it all the time. But so life is not going to be as, you know, Gucci. Gucci. As um, everyone expects it for you, right? Oh, oh, this, this has been a, 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 a good episode. Yeah, it, it's been touching because the 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 Bourdain thing that that really affected me because it was like losing a friend, even yeah. though I never met him, you yeah. know. But like he really, I I never really felt like I would ever travel the world, and I saw it like through his eyes. And then when I actually traveled the world, I was like, oh, this is a lot like. I, he prepped, he prepped me for this like a buddy, like, like a good friend. A buddy. So look, the neuro nerds were always here to help. Um, there's information in the information box box below yes. or above the episode, <laughs> wherever you click on side. this um, and it, it, go, go, go get help. And I don't say that like, oh, you're broken. You need help. But like, if you need support. help, go get, go get support, go get support, go get some fresh air, mm-hmm. go get some, some sunlight on get your an, face, get a dog or go pet dogs. Oh, what my friend did when don't she get, was, don't a, get a cat. No, no, no. What my friend did <laughs> is when she was feeling super, super down and she felt like she couldn't actually talk to people. Like she physically could not go talk to people. She took herself to like a pet smart or petco and she just went in and went to pet puppies and kittens. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. That's or, great. Go, or you know what? There's so many shelter animals out there that need love. Go to your local shelter as long as you don't Volunteer. have allergies. Volunteer or just go sit and pet dogs and cats who need love too. Yeah. Or just find like hairy people and like put, put them <laughs> on your lap your, and find pet a Wookiee. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm close. <laughs> You know, like all of my hair migrated from my head down to my chest, so you can come pet me. Yeah, no, 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 that no, sounds guys, weird. no, 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 yeah. bad, bad, bad. Yeah, there's, there, there, there's, a move- Will Robinson. Yeah, there's a movement going on that I should not be making these jokes. So um, go find what you need. Find a creativity in the darkness. Go pet a puppy. Yeah, you're, you're not alone out there. Reach there, out to us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, at, at Lauren L. Manzano. Mm-hmm. You can reach out to me at Joe So Rocks. We do read all the messages. We absolutely and, and do. And we respond. A- a- as often as we can. And if I don't, it's because I had a brain injury. Okay. <laughs> but I will. Even if it's late, I will. Yeah, like, it might it, take us a week. Or, yeah, it, or it might it might take some time. But when like I go back and I, I, I check and I'm like, oh, man, I thought I responded back. Yeah. Damn it. Um, you can reach out to us at the Neuro Nerds. Yes, and the Neuro Nerds are here to help. We yes, love you we guys. Are. Stay safe. Um, in, enjoy, like seriously, enjoy yourself. Or just remember, just keep listening to us. Just keep listening. Yeah. We're, we're here to live our best lives, and we want you to do the exact just same. Keep listening. That, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, Neuro Nerds out. out. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 